genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 61, which is quite possibly the greatest midnight cram session minute ever. I forgot what I wrote down there. I'm Chris (laughs) Derkutch. And I'm Michael Cotton, co-host of the second longest running Cubs podcast on the internet. And guest co-host today because the other guy didn't show up. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff is definitely conspicuous by his absence. Um... Today's minute starts with them finishing their heart-to-heart and ends with what Holden called the Pink Mafia. So, we got a little bit of everything in this minute today. Yeah. So, the last time I was on this show, I had three straight minutes of nothing but the front seat of a Ford Explorer. (laughs) This time, across the three minutes, I have... uh, I'm going to three different places. Yeah, you're getting rare set changes from a Kevin yeah. Smith movie, yeah, and oh god, the last the last time we were on, we we literally sat in that car the whole week. Yeah, the whole week we were in there. Yeah, and, and it was rough. It was just me looking at Ben Affleck's teeth. Oh, we were sticking to the seats. I could smell smoke the whole time. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's a lot of non-smoking uh, situations in this one. Yeah, I don't think anybody smokes in this minute at all, do they? No. Oh, maybe, maybe yeah. when they get to the end here with the pick mafia, but so um, uh, possibly. We're, we're coming outside after last week's uh, walk-in, so to speak. The, the, they came outside to have the heart-to-heart. Have you ever come outside and sat on your front step in your boxer shorts? No, and it's somewhat disconcerting. Like, it really I is. I keep waiting. I really, just where the camera is and everything, you could totally see his crotch, and I just, yeah. I'm very frightened that that leg is going to open. We don't want to and see a ball shot. he's just going to flop right out. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. He's got a sweatshirt on and boxer shorts. I would have threw sweatpants on or something. There's no way I would have ran outside and sat there in my boxers. Yeah, no, it's I wouldn't chi- either. It's chilly enough for him to put that purple sweatshirt on, which is terrible, by the way. I mean, Banky's yeah. got two two jackets and a t-shirt on, so I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> it's chilly outside. So maybe maybe that's why he's not flopping out. Maybe he's got some shrinkage going on. Who knows? Oh, yeah. it's Everything's pulled straight up into his stomach. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on there. So, <laughs> But yeah, so, uh, this is definitely 90s, too, because like I don't know if anybody wears boxers anymore. I know in the 90s, I totally wore boxers. That's That was, you know, it's like the 80s, the 70s and 80s, probably before time. Like, it was always the tidy whities And then right. it kind of became like the boxer sort of thing. And now, like, I don't know. I think everybody wears boxer briefs, right? Like, it's just the best. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm getting way too personal for everybody right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not positive they want to hear what we wear, but the, the boxer briefs, you know, hold everything together for you. You don't need to worry about things moving around. So, yeah, they work better than regular boxers. <laughs> yeah. I, I still don't want to see them in a pair of boxer briefs, but at least I wouldn't be concerned about anything coming out. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I, I mean, and boxer briefs, for some reason, they look enough not like regular shorts where you don't come outside and sit in them. There's no way. You're, it, you might as well come out and tell you what he's at that point. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I think people would uh, be very upset about that. Boxers right. you can kind of get away with, though. They are a little bit like shorts, you know, but I feel like if you're just walking around in a pair of boxers, 
you really hope they've got a pair of tidy whities under, which then that just negates the whole purpose of the boxers. <laughs> the whole problem with those is the the flap. You know, what I'm, the, the the front flap. There's not always a guarantee you're going to keep everything inside with that front flap when you're walking around. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you're lucky, you get a button. <laughs> True. <laughs> but you can't even trust that button. No, no, you definitely cannot. I don't like. I have a couple pairs of boxers. I don't even walk around the house in them because, like, my daughter's wandering around the house, and I would never want to walk past, you know, because of that, because of the the problem with the flap. So. Yeah, you know, and it's funny. Like, you watch some of these old movies and stuff, and I don't know. I've I've never had friends or whatever that had parents that just wandered around the house in their underwear. You well, see Ke- that on movies all the time, though. On Kevin's podcast, Kevin Smith's, he he speaks of his parents walking through the house naked all the time. Oh, that's true. He said Scott Moser slept over and saw his mom walk going to the bathroom naked one time too. Which, oh man, I, I, that's a little odd to me. Like I don't, I don't think I'd ever want to see my parents come by like that. No, you will. I mean, you definitely would want to see your own parents, but would you want to see any of your friends' parents? You know, not that I could think of, but I'm sure there was one or two where it was like, hey, I wouldn't mind sleeping over there. Yeah, I, re- I mean. Right- <laughs> Yeah, I remember, yeah, there there's a couple of uh, friends that their moms wandering around in a bikini or something wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Stacy's mom's got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I about spit my coffee out. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, this is a rare morning podcast we got going on. You got Sober Chris here, just so you know. It's, oh, yeah. I was wondering about that. It's, <laughs> it's all coffee this morning if you're drinking coffee because... Uh, yeah, I was I was like, there's no way he's going to be drinking a beer this morning, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. You will not hear me crack one today or or the rest of this week since we're going to do morning morning recordings for the rest of this week. So, so uh, I guess we should stop talking about uh, Holden's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> what we get right now is he walks out and says, somehow I doubt it. Everybody's not out to get something in life, Bank. But I mean, Bank, I think Banky's got a point when he says everyone has an agenda. What do you think? I mean, there's always some type of agenda, right? Uh, it seems like it. I, th- I think, honestly, you know you hit the sweet spot with like friends and stuff when they don't have an agenda. True, true. When they're relaxed is when the agenda goes out the window. Yeah, it's like that's the difference between like your true friends, I think, and just people you know. Right. You know, you might go hang out with people all the time, but... Yeah, you're always a little worried they're going to ask you to help move or something. <laughs> See, that even that, like, oh, you got oh, you got a pickup truck? You think you could stop by? I got a refrigerator. I got to get out of here. You know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I have the one nephew that I call all the time. He's great. He does. He knows how to do everything. But I always feel like I'm only calling him when it's time to, you know, get get help with something. And I try to just out of the blue give him a call and say, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, well, you need something right away because he thinks that's what I'm calling him for. <laughs> Right, and then you're not you're right, not calling right. for that. You're just kind of like, well, I just want to hang out and do something. But even that's an agenda because you're doing it to make him not think that you only do it. <laughs> right, and that even sometimes can be a problem too. Like when somebody calls me and says, "Hey, you want to do something Friday night?" I hang up the phone. I'm like, "Fuck, now I got to do something Friday night." You know, what I mean? so it's <laughs> <laughs> it's always some type God. of agenda. What is that? Banky says yeah. his agenda is to watch his back, but is he watching his back for? him or is he watching his back because he's kind of jealous of this girl okay so so this is where you know we all know that this movie is about uh, a lesbian woman dating a straight dude type of thing but this i think 
if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time that I think I, I really and truly get the feeling that Banky is suppressing some homosexual urges for Holden. Yeah, I mean, the way he kind of says, uh, I'm not talking about the comic after this. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, why, you know, because Holden, yeah, Holden says, the comic will be fine. And he's like, I'm not talking about the comic. Yeah, and if, if you're not thinking into it, you think maybe he just means friends. But it does sound a little, little, uh, you know, yeah, a little loving thing, the way he says it. <laughs> yeah, this thing we've built together. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and now for the first time, maybe you start to get an idea of why he's been so upset prior to this. Because it's so confusing when you're watching the movie and he's just going off the deep end and right. just bitching and, and all this stuff. It's like, guys. What is your problem? Yeah, calm down. Yeah, guys get girlfriends. <laughs> right. Nobody gives a shit. If she's gay, whatever, it's weird, but it's not like, it's not his level of anger and frustration. And at this point, she's gay, but hey, it worked for him. <laughs> yeah, and like, even, I, I think in a real situation, I'm sitting on this step and I'm banky, I'm like... Did you just fuck a lesbian? How the hell? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and with these guys, the way that these guys are all thinking, he's like, he would be asking all the questions. Right. You know, he's like, are you somehow good at going down on her? Like, what did you do? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, did she even let you touch her with your dick? Like, she's a lesbian. Why would she want that? <laughs> she doesn't even like that. She doesn't want nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, th those would be the questions i would i wouldn't be sitting here going oh my god i think i lost my boyfriend yeah now you're like, of course i feel like i lost my boyfriend the way he words it with this time we spent together building something it almost sounds like her rant in the car when when she gives him the painting i want you to remember us with this yes you know it's it, and I, that pissed me off too because i'm like she doesn't she she was acting like she didn't want a relationship with the way she worded it, and then they went right back to wording it kind of the same way with this minute. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it definitely makes Banky seem like he wants a little more out of this than just the the friendship and the working relationship that they have. Yeah. And you don't necessarily get that earlier in the movie. I think this is where it sort of it's gets that tip. sort of repressed uh, homosexuality going on. I actually just paused it at the end of that, and they stare at each other, and it's it's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then if you if you move on into Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and uh, reboot and all that stuff, we never see Banky with a girlfriend or even a boyfriend for that matter. You're right. Like when all this shakes out and he loses Holden, it's almost as if he never loves again. Yeah. Not going to spoil he, anything, but uh, I just finished Reboot myself, and I did like the Chasing Amy part of that. I did, too. Yeah, yeah I, watched, I watched that a couple months ago, and it was very good. Yeah, Jeff finally lent it to me after I harassed him about it, and he yelled at me. He finally gave yeah. me the DVD. So. But, no, uh, yeah, I, I also I love in this scene, your comic sucks scratched into the door behind them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not even like... A marker or anything it's scratched into the door <laughs> so that it will never go away you have to you have to get a new door somebody hated that comic so much they found out where they were producing it and found the door and wrote your comic sucks on it <laughs> yeah and it's that door is not just for that comic like there are a couple other places in that building <laughs> <laughs> right right it's not a, they have the one floor they don't have the entire building 
Yeah, other people are coming in there and just like, I'm sure they're banging on their door like, hey, you assholes, like somebody ruined our door because of you. <laughs> but I mean, just like, I forget what it said on the on the bedroom door, on um, Holden's bedroom door, but possibly Banky scratched that in the freaking door. <laughs> He's such a dick, which we find right. out at the end of this uh, this little setting here that Banky is a dick. Because the way yeah. he says, um, I'm going to go get a bagel, go clean off my fucking couch so I can watch TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it's it's a shot. It's definitely a, a pretty hard shot he takes at Holden. Go clean off my fucking couch. It's a good, it's a good line. Yep. And, well, and I kind of, I'm kind of like, I little on his side because I feel like they live up there, right? That's what... Holden has a bedroom. Do you think that's the couch he sleeps on? I, yeah, I don't um, know. It's it's so weird because he had sex with her and they slept overnight on the couch in the li- number one. Where's where Banky? Hell, where the hell was Banky at all night? Yeah, that's true. Well, he was out with, trying to pick up dudes, maybe that we didn't that we didn't know about. Yeah, he's yeah he's <laughs> he's living his his other life. Yeah, um, but yeah, so so he walks in, you know, probably. I mean. Let's face it. He's out all night. He's yeah. he's either strung out or he's hung over or he's fucked up somehow. Either way, he he's fucking in. tired. Yeah. <laughs> he's tired. All he wants to do is sit on that couch and watch some TV. And his buddy's there with his girlfriend. I mean, even if there's no other feelings, it's like, ah, oh, God damn it. You yeah. know, like, what the I hell? can't well, do the thing that I want to do. If that's the place he sleeps, either, you know, even if they got up now and he wanted to lay down, he's going to lay in the wet spot. Or he's going to oh, yeah. roll over and hit some smells that he doesn't want to find in his in his couch there, right? Because yeah, it's like it's so, right after. Know, <laughs> so you're right. He's he's kind of a dick about it. He's like clean off my fucking couch. But I'm kind of on his side. It's like you have a room. I I, I like also, the line and the reading of the line. The way he says, kind of like get that shit off my couch while I'm gone. <laughs> you know, it's right. kind of what he's is saying. He, is he talking about Alyssa? Is she the shit that he wants off of his couch? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did, like, did so you it, it, did you interpret it a different way? Well, I was, you know, I was thinking what you were saying earlier too, like the just the smells and the wet spots and all that, like clean up the couch. But yeah, it no, could I also think be means, her. I think he means Alyssa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, it, it is a, a weird sort of thing. But have you guys at this point? determined whether or not they do live in that place uh I, I mean our assumption is they do he he has a bedroom they don't have a setting anywhere else there was the one time with the, the strange birthday party but i believe that was Alyssa's place right yeah it's just it's weird because they it does look like they both have bedrooms in there yeah. and i mean that would make sense if they work there they and they have a couple rooms that's where i would live too like why pay rents at two different places but then he says that's my fucking couch yeah like like it's my couch if i have to sleep on that damn thing it's my couch you know right yeah (laughs) he's holding (laughs) sleeping on his bed that's his bed like what's in those other rooms (laughs) what if he would have came home in the beginning and they were you know banging on his bedroom I think he would have yeah. lost it. He might have. He might have told her to get out right there. He might have killed somebody. Yeah. He might. Yeah. He's, he's, he does seem a little unstable. Yeah, but it just seems, and like the fact that he comes out here to sit on the stoop instead of maybe going in his bedroom. 
Right. Right. He, Where's he, where am I going to go? Unless he just really wanted to watch TV. Well, <laughs> you know, or I, guess I can understand that. And I'm sure you guys talked about this in a couple minutes before. Uh, he just wanted to look at the, you know, Catholic school girls. Oh, he came out on the stoop to look at the Catholic school girls. Yeah, yeah you're, that's true which too. goes against everything that I've just said about him maybe being gay. But it's you like, know what? Also, he had all that porn. But I mean, he dabbles a little bit in everything. He had that bestiality porn. He had everything. Yeah. So maybe he's you know like Alyssa doesn't want to admit that that she is. Maybe he's into just about everything. You know? Yeah, or, or maybe he's just super repressed and he's trying to play. He's like, I'll just keep looking. That's why he needs all the magazines. Oh, nothing's satisfying him. Nothing satisfying him. <laughs> True. Yeah, and then you know Holden comes down. He says something about the little girls, which is super, super creepy. It is creepy. Well, he's already talked to a child about pornography too. So, yeah, he, he's definitely he has no morals. Or okay, maybe that's the thing. Maybe he's not gay at all. Maybe he's a petter. Oh no! He just oh, like don't put that in my head. I'm going to hate him too. <laughs> I already hate Holden. Don't make me hope bad. Hate bad oh my too. god! I just took this down a bad path. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Rewind, I think maybe rewind. we should move on to this beautiful uh, <laughs> shot of New York City. <laughs> yeah, and you know, one of the things this is a '90s movie, so the shot of New York City is old skyline, Tree, Twin Towers, right in the middle there. Yeah, again, yeah. because because. Uh, you know, bringing up the petter stuff isn't enough to bring everybody down. Hey, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about the twin towers that are no longer there. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, I've only been in New York one time in my life. When uh, it was my senior class trip. No, it wasn't even see. Oh God, it was like my eighth grade trip to go to New York from Philadelphia when I was in Philadelphia, and we were in the twin towers. In the in the, uh, we went into the lobby. They wouldn't let us go any further than the lobby, and that's. The knowledge I have of New York City. Now, Jeff goes to Broadway, and he's always in New York. I have no idea what bridge this is. Yeah, well, that's crazy, because you actually live somewhat close. Yeah, and as I've moved into New Jersey, I'm even closer. The closest I've got, I went and saw a wrestling event in, like, uh, far north Jersey. I could see New York from where I was. (laughs) (laughs) This this shot was your your view outside of the wrestling event, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And we sat out there and watched it because uh, half the wrestlers got stuck in traffic, and we beat them there and sat there for, like, two hours (laughs) waiting for it to start. No one showed up. We sat there with the Sandman at a table for 45 minutes. I don't know if you know the Sandman from ECW. And uh, uh, no, I don't. Right. Well, my, he's he comes out to uh, enter Sandman by Metallica and drinks a six pack of beer on the way to the ring. Oh, okay. So brushes the cans on his forehead and is usually bleeding before he gets to the ring. So <laughs> my nephew who wrestles was uh, training to wrestle at the time, and we sat at the at the table with him. And my nephew's like, "Why don't you train me?" And he says, "Smoke a cigarette, drink a beer." Kick somebody, punch somebody. There, you got trained by the Sandman. So my yeah. nephew goes around telling people he got trained by the Sandman, and it's kind of cool. That's awesome. <laughs> That's my story from this view of New York City. That's as far as I got. So. What what a tough persona to come up with, too. It's like, oh, like the first time he does it, and it goes really well. He's like, oh, my God, I got to smash beer cans on my head for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> the this guy, is going to suck. The guy wasn't a great wrestler. He carried a uh, Singapore cane out to the ring with him and hit people with it. It took him 15 minutes to get to the ring. He would finish the entire song. I don't know, 15 minutes, probably eight minutes to get to the ring. He would finish the entire song, a six-pack of beer. He would be bleeding before he got to the ring, and then his match would be like two minutes long, and he'd be done. 
Oh yeah, because he was he was in no no <laughs> shape to clear when he got yeah, there. Yeah, he was tired by the time, and then he would drink a, you know a six pack of beer on the way out while they played his song, and it was it was it was a cool it was a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't you wish wish Jeff was here right now because this would drive him nuts, right? Like we <laughs> well, talked drive- about baseball and fucked you up last time, and now <laughs> this would drive him nuts. But he actually does like the ECW talk because he's he's watched ECW when when his you know it was like that place was a bingo hall in Philadelphia at Swanson and Rittner. And it was uh, it was literally a bar fight for two hours when you went. It was like you went to a bar on Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia. So it was fun. Nice. <laughs> so back to uh, this minute, which we wandered <laughs> so, off again. <laughs> we, we just got way off just because of one beautiful shot of old New York. I'm also playing Enter Sandman at the end of this uh, so, uh, minute. So no, there you go. Be prepared. It'll be fun. <laughs> and Mariana Rivera will show up. <laughs> and... Uh, Sean German doesn't have to complain about the, the song at the end in the, in the quicker stop. <laughs> <laughs> so we get we get the waves flowing, um, we get the river here, the sunset, and then we get we cut into the uh, what Holden called the Pink Mafia, bagging up her okay. comic books. It looks like right. Yeah. So I assume this is Alyssa's apartment, right? Because it isn't. It's their. Isn't it her comic that they're. Yes. Doing this? Yes. It's her okay. comic that they're bagging, but it doesn't look like the place where they had that weird uh, birthday cake with the bo- with the boobs on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a completely different area. Like, the just everything in this place doesn't look like the old kind of, uh, const- not construction, but, you know, just the way that other apartment looked with those windows and everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, it looks totally different. I do like the uh, posters on the wall. It looks like an old-time movie. I can't figure out what it is. It says girl. I tried to look I see it up. That. Yeah, I see that too. And I, mean, I was wondering if it was an old-time movie or if it's a uh, like an indie comic cover. Oh, yeah. it's. I don't know. Those those. We're doing North by Northwest Minute, and these two guys on the bottom have the same garb as that. You know, we're, we're guest, oh, yeah. guest hosting. You you did a minute with us the one time, too, of North by Northwest. And uh, they're wearing these hats that they're wearing in that. And that's, you know, they they look, it looks like an old-timey movie. Now, next to it is definitely a com- you know, it must be from her comic. Yeah. Now, again, I was, you know, unfortunately, it's not focused on at all. And I, I can't get in close enough to see what it is. Also, my this- immediate response was like it was a blondie or something like that. But. It's drawn the like that woman. kind of old comic, but like I only see girls. Yeah, and and all the hair is brown. You know, there's no blondie. There's yeah. no like. So, so yeah, it might be. If this was HD, comic. we could zoom in, but there's no zooming in. Yeah, maybe we'll get a better shot of it as the you know as the weeks go on. There's and I forget of- what is her comic called. You're not going. I totally forgot this, what that was called. <laughs> um, I cannot think of what it's called right now. So the other things in this, well, okay. So, and then they talk about like how if you sign with a publisher, somebody else does all this for you because they're stuffing envelopes, which I assume they're stuffing uh, the comic in to send it out to subscribers. Right. And, And, And mail it out. This has to be a seriously tedious job. And when has she been writing? She's been running around with Holden the whole time. Like, you know, they've been doing love montages and shit. Like, she hasn't been producing she, this comic. She does seem like she was on vacation instead of uh, producing comics. And, I mean, does she really need... Has she got that many subscribers where there's five of them boxing up comics? Yeah. Like, she's got to be doing right. pretty good. It's not a very successful comic, right? 
it's not as successful as Blunt Man and Chronic. Right. And, you know, so, and this is the first and the only time, really, that we see friends of hers, right? Because at the original Comic-Con, she's kind of there alone. Right. Or at right. least we don't, we don't hear from, I can't remember if there was a woman there right next to her, but, you know, once uh, Hooper X starts shooting people, like, it's just her after that. Maybe she writes and draws by herself. Right. So, I mean, that's possible, but yeah, you, you don't know when she was working or doing anything. So that was a, a good stall here. It was idiosyncratic routine. <laughs> was her was her comic book? Oh, geez, I wonder why I couldn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I I said it probably ten times in the original minutes, and now it, it, it has slipped my mind. But yeah, idiosyncratic routine. The front cover looks like the drawings in that. Okay, then then yeah, so that's probably maybe you know the first page of her first book or something like that. Right. The, actually, the front cover's got two girls. The from the one I pulled up. It's got two girls holding hands with hearts all around them. It's got two guys sitting on the curb. And then at the bottom, it's got a, a girl looking at a pink scooter. And it says, Carrie gets a new ride. Yes. <laughs> I remember that cover. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, it's her own artwork. So, this has to be her apartment. It Do you think her apartment, because of the establishing shot we got of Manhattan, is she lives in Manhattan? Well, I know she lives in New York, but I'm not sure where in New York. She did. She does have him come pick her up in New York at one time to go visit her sister in New Jersey. But, yeah, I mean, but Manhattan, can afford, even in the say, 90s, you can't afford to live there. Not if you're boxing up comics for a living and hanging out with Holden. You're not affording a place in Manhattan. Right. Unless it's, hanging out unless with Holden at all times. Right, unless it's just this room. Unless all she has is this room, she sleeps on that couch. Maybe the bathroom's in the hallway that she shares with the rest of the people in the building. Yeah. Oh, and maybe that other apartment was like where she nannies. <laughs> or, or like the uh, the common area for everybody that lives in this building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that could be. <laughs> but that would be a little embarrassing with that sad yeah. birthday party. So. And she she has no bed. She literally <laughs> sleeps on this couch, and that's yeah. why they were having sex. She's like, I'm just more comfortable on the couch. <laughs> I only feel right on a couch when I have sex. So. <laughs> I mean, when we're on a bed, I have too much room. I can't find <laughs> I you know I don't know how to do this. <laughs> we we have this this uh, setting for the next whole minute too, so I'm not going to get into too much in the background. We may need it for the next minute, right? But yeah, there there is. You're right though. She must have a pretty good subscriber base because there is a ton of shit laying around here. There's a ton of shit laying around. I sell stuff on eBay, and at Christmas time, every once in a while, I'll get into where it's like you got to sit there and box for an hour or so. But if she's boxing on a regular day like this and has to get five people over, she's doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, you want to you wanna wait until the next minute to talk about her friends? <laughs> yeah. Let's maybe, because uh, we're already a half hour in. So let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's wrap this one up. This. <laughs> we've got uh, a lot. Of, it's awesome that we've jumped to a whole different setting. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't, I don't want to waste too much of the whole different setting because I don't think we get a second setting in the next minute. No, no, it's, we do it's not, all in this so. apartment. So. Yeah, we may need to discuss that in the next one. Okay, but at the very end of this, she does begin. Oh no, she, no, they, she talks about start these, to get into She don't want to give up. Yeah, she don't want to give up her midnight cram sessions with her nearest and dearest. And then somebody says, "I don't know what she's bitching about," and that's it. Yeah. So yeah, so, they don't get into the whole thing there. So. Yeah, so we're about to drop into the big bombshell. Uh, yeah. You know, on on Wednesday coming up here. <laughs> so you want to you want to throw out some plugs there oh yeah uh as i said at the beginning i'm on the the second longest running cubs podcast the sun ranto show 
and I say that because the f- longest running Cubs podcast has announced that this will be their last year. So we're just waiting them out right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, then pre- <laughs> and, and I would totally uh, recommend them to you. But why? They're going to be gone. Screw those guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ivy Envy is the other one, and they're going to be gone. So, uh, And then I'm also... If you listen to me before, in minutes 51, 52, something like that, uh, I was talking about the Indie Podcast Report, the website that I'm trying to put up for independent podcasters so that we get our stuff out there. Uh, That is still being worked on. So if you've listened to those shows and now you're at this one and it's still not up, I'm sorry. Keep going back. I'm going to get it there. But apparently I'm just not good at uh, websites. Plus, I'm in the process of moving different states. My whole life is kind of flipped upside down, but I promise it will get there. So if you if you were listening to this in a year from now, then yeah, sure. It should be up. Should maybe be ready to go. Go find a new uh, favorite pod. <laughs> maybe we we uh, we'll get you on closer to the end, and you can get it, you know, straightened out by then. Right, and, and I'll still be saying the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> are you good? You got all, you got all, all, right. all your stuff. All right, uh, we are the Giants on the Bob Minute. That's it. That's it. Now, now, apparently, uh, you're still going to put this long pause in, even when Jeff's not here. <laughs> Well, I, I had a little technical technical difficulties. Like I can't talk, and I'm not even drinking. It's just the end of the minute. Oh crap! Uh, I had a little technical difficulties and was having a hard time hearing you. I didn't know if you stopped or not, so I was waiting to see if you were finished. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We are on DuelingGenre.com with a ton of other minute by minute podcasts like Rocky Minute, Back to the Future Minute, Spider Man Minute. I'm telling you, you could spend all day on Dueling Genre. When you go over there, click through their Amazon link. They'll get a couple bucks. It won't cost you anything. Um, I guess that's it. I hope somebody goes and cleans off my couch so I can watch TV. Ah, clean off that fucking couch. <laughs>